This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you as always for making this a part of your morning routines. It is very much appreciated. Uh, Let's jump into the chat box to say good morning to people. I'm hoping that you can hear me loud clearly and uh, I'm trying a different cable this morning so I'm kind of hoping that it's... uh, that it's going to work out fine. Um, we'll have to wait and see, but I'm hoping that it's going to it's going to work out all good and well. Uh, NSW, good morning to you, to Matt G, to Umair, uh, good morning to John, to Kabir, uh, Ty Gunasaurus, Matt G, Tabani, good morning to Morgie, uh, to Tom, to Red Star, Sweaty Merlo, Harrison, Marcus, Saman, George. Uh, we got Stuart. We've got Morgie, we've got Martin, we've got plenty more of you guys as well. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. And uh, yeah, very much looking forward to uh, to getting through today's topics because there's lots for us to discuss. Right then, let's do it. Uh, we kick off with Arsenal holding talks with following Balogun's representatives amid interest from both the UK and abroad, according to Sky Sports. Uh, the player, as we know, scored 20-plus goals in uh, and four rounds last season, who had a, an amazing campaign. And in the end, left Arsenal facing questions, because what do you do with a player that's scoring that much? Because players in that level of goal-scoring form are going for huge amounts of money, and actually um, players that Arsenal would be interested in signing. And yet, it still does not yet seem that Arsenal will indeed be keeping hold of following Balogun. However... Things can change very quickly, but it seems at this stage that Arsenal will be looking at potential sale of following Balogun and aiming to get a significant amount of money. Now, Arsenal also to be seeking exit strategies for both of Nicola Pepe and Cedric Sky and others have reported this, despite the fact that we've reported at Football.London, the courtesy of Kai Kainat, that indeed Cedric will be trying to fight for a place. Simon Collings also reported this in the Evening Standard. It seems that Arsenal aren't interested in that whatsoever. And actually, Cedric, it seems, will be aimed to be moved on 
if indeed it's possible. He has a year left on his contract. He has a significant wage. It could prove difficult. Same goes to Nicola Pepe. Has played three games in the league since January. Serious injury problems hampering the end of his campaign. Despite that, he scored eight goals for Nice last season. Will Arsenal be able to move him on? We're going to have to wait and see on that one as well. Now, Timothy Castagna is said to love the potential of a move to Arsenal, but the Gunners have other priorities, according to Sasha Tavilieri. We spoke to the Belgian football journalist on yesterday's Tactical Breakdown episode covering Timothy Castagna, who has been significantly linked to Arsenal now. So if you want to find out a bit more about Castagna, you want to see how defensively, actually, he's outperforming Ben White in a numerous number of areas. So make sure that you go and check out yesterday's video that's on our uploads channel if you haven't done so already. Um, but yes, Timothy Castagna, linked with Arsenal, said to be very keen on a potential move to the club. And Sasha gave us all the information in yesterday's show. So I encourage you to check that one out. Now, moving to our headline stories of the day, we kick off with the main one, and that is that Declan Rice, according to Jacob Steinberg of The Guardian, Arsenal, are closing in now on this 100 million plus deal to sign the West Ham skipper. It is said that Arsenal, of course, have been doing plenty of things behind the scenes to get this deal done. But the report says Arsenal are close to agreeing a fee with West Ham for Declan Rice and are expected to pay more than £100 million for the midfielder if certain add-ons are achieved. West Ham have accepted that they're going to lose Rice and Arsenal are ready to make him the most expensive player in their history. A bid is yet to be submitted, but talks between the clubs are progressing smoothly and there is confidence that the deal will be finalised soon. Arsenal made Rice their top target and will face no issues when it comes to personal terms. They're moving quickly in an effort to ensure the deal goes through without any hitch and have been keen to pay about £90 million for the 24-year-old. West Ham won as much as possible and have asked for add-ons that would take the fee to more than £100 million. Arsenal's transfer record, of course, as we know, is that £72 million that was paid to the aforementioned Nicola Pepe. So there's the report by Jacob Steinberg in The Guardian. Uh, Jacob Steinberg is a very, very well-connected journalist, especially on the West Ham side of things. And so there's no question marks for me around the information about where it's coming from. This certainly seems to be moving in the right direction for an Arsenal perspective, which is fantastic to see. And obviously, we keep those fingers crossed that Declan Rice makes it through the doors at the club. Now, the report from uh, Jacob does continue uh, to discuss a number of other targets that also are keen on potentially moving to Arsenal. Uh, Mikel Arteta is said to be a huge admirer of the England international, Steinberg writes. Arteta believes Rice will be a key to helping Arsenal mount another challenge for the Premier League title and he's prepared to make space for the midfielder by allowing Granit Xhaka to leave for Bayern Munich. Arsenal are also considering bidding for Brighton midfielder Moises Caicedo, who is also wanted by Chelsea, and are trying to sign Manchester City's Ilke Gundogan on a free transfer. Now, the report makes it out that potentially we are seeing Arsenal move not only for Rice, but also Caicedo and Gundogan all at the same time. Perhaps this is part of a process of seeing if Arsenal can get, you know, two of the three in. And if they don't get Gundogan, then they'll consider bidding more so for Caicedo. Chelsea is said to be moving behind the scenes for Caicedo. We know that Caicedo's preference, of course, has, has been Arsenal. He's very keen on potentially moving to Arsenal, but it's always about whether or not Arsenal will move and make that bid. I feel as though that the priority right now, as we all know, is Rice, and that is taking up the resources and the discussions right now. And so if Arsenal were able to wrap that Rice deal up, it could mean that they then turn their attention to Caicedo. We'll have to wait and see on that one. But this is all really good news indeed um, to see that this 
is going down and taking place. And I think that Arsenal moving in the right direction to sign their priority target is an amazing piece of business that hopefully will be done by Arsenal very soon. Now, our headline story of the day, as reported by Fabrizio Romano yesterday uh, evening, is that Kylian Mbappe, the saga of the French international, continues. Uh, it says that Mbappe has told PSG that he will not be renewing his contract. Now, he has just one year remaining on his deal, and PSG have then told him that he has to either leave and be sold this summer or indeed sign a new contract. It does not seem that there is any chance that he will leave on a free after the summer has finished. And uh, you can be sure that plenty of clubs will be lining up to potentially sign Mbappe. Now, we are yet to see an official link with Arsenal. I want to make that very clear. And the reason why that this story is in this show is more of a discussion point around whether or not Arsenal should be going for Kylian Mbappe. Um, but you can be sure plenty of clubs will be interested. I feel as though that if the opportunity for Arsenal arises ever to sign a player of this calibre, they should, at this moment, as they look to try and close the gap on Man City, be looking to try and do it. Now, I've left a poll, actually, in our chat this morning. Uh, I left it before we started the show to get as many people voting on it as possible. But over 400 of you have already voted on this poll. If you haven't yet, the live chat is available. If you are listening on Catch Up, head over to YouTube and leave your thoughts on this in the comment section down below. And if you haven't already left a like on the like button. I really would appreciate if you could do that as well. Um, but the poll says, imagine that Rice signs. So hypothetically, Rice is signed. He's an Arsenal player. Would you spend 150 million plus on Mbappe if it meant that we didn't get Caicedo and only one more player came through the door? Because I feel as though if Arsenal were to make a move for Kylian Mbappe. There's no way that they would be able to afford Moises Caicedo in the same window as well. And you'd imagine that in terms of another signing, it would be a very cheaper kind of option, be that a Castagna, a Fresneda, probably a defender would be the player that comes in. But would you go and do that if it meant missing out on Caicedo and obviously limiting what else we could do in the window, if anything? Now, over 450 of you have now voted 61% at the time of me saying this, of course, we'll do a catch up on this at the end of the Q&A section, have said yes, they would indeed do this. 39% though say no. If you are listening on catch up, I'd love to hear your thoughts down in the comment section below. But this is an interesting situation. Uh, Mbappe, of course, has, had, has not been short of his controversies. There's always been things about the presence he holds in the PSG dressing room, the involvement with the executive side of things, the transfer side of things. Uh, he's a big, big character, that's for sure. But what you, you can't deny is the player's got an amazing level of quality, world-class beyond all measure, always seen to be as the next player that would, along with Erling Haaland, inherit the mantle of Ronaldo and Messi for the next decade. Is it that Arsenal... Um, would be the team? Would Mikel Arteta be able to handle the quote-unquote big character that is Kylian Mbappe? I'd be very interested to see if that was the case. But do let us know your thoughts on whether or not this would be a deal that you would be interested in Arsenal getting involved in. Again, I want to stress we've seen no links regarding Arsenal directly with Mbappe, but with the news that uh, Fabrizio Romano reported yesterday on the fact that he could leave this summer because he does not want to sign a new deal, I did want to put it to you guys to suggest, would you like to see Arsenal in a very strong position in terms of where they are, Champions League football, trying to challenge for a title? Would you be interested in Arsenal moving for Mbappe? I would love to hear your thoughts. Right, let's move to part two then and your questions right after this. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right then, uh, let's go into the chat box and tackle some of your questions then. Uh, let's go, or let's actually get some of the reaction uh, to people's thoughts around Mbappe. Uh, Nameka says, uh, Mbappe is a bit of a drama queen. We don't need him. Dobbo says it's very unlikely, but if Arsenal can get their outgoings right and raise the funds, both Caicedo and Mbappe could be possible. Very unlikely, though. Uh, Boise says, imagine Mbappe at Arsenal, second coming of Henri, TH14, KM14. Uh, Hamoud Zian says uh, he's going to be the one of the best in the world, but I don't think that's going to happen with us. We're not built for him, and he wouldn't achieve all he could with us. Uh, Delt says, would Mbappe generate enough income to help cover his wages through shirt sales it's a very good point uh, justin says mbappe would want to leave when he wants to throw tantrums when things don't go well i suppose not keen on it clive from the arsenal vision podcast says no <laughs> simple as that short sweet we love uh, the decisiveness uh, no is the answer from clive uh, you gang says definitely no on mbappe we need balance not change in the center of gravity in this team jad says i said no to Kylian mbappe uh, humble house says i feel that he would go to uh, I feel he would be bigger in terms of how he would feel compared to the club. Jimbo says he likes Thierry Henry, so he might love a move to Arsenal. Leeds Gunner says as elite as Mbappe is, he would be a massive distraction and a drain on our finances. We have a solid team now. I don't want us to go back to being scattered groups of individuals in my opinion. Neil asked, what is Mbappe's salary? Apparently, I was doing some Googling on this this morning. It's around £650,000 a week. Uh, is what he is. He is said to be the most expensive player in terms of wages in the world prior to all of these Saudi uh, moves this summer. I think that that has t- changed things. But when I read an article at the end of 2022, he was apparently the most and highest paid player, especially in Europe's top five leagues. Um, so that's what kind of level of money that you'd have to pay Mbappe if you wanted him at Arsenal. Uh, Alan says, Tom, I said no, as he would demand silly wages and probably upset the dressing room, falling asleep uh, in Galveston, Texas. Uh, I appreciate that, Alan. Thank you for tuning in all the way over there. It is very much appreciated. Um, Ashish says, hey, Tom, I'm confused about the decision to postpone Xhaka's departure to buy Leverkusen. If we can only leave once, we get Rice. Does that mean we're still concerned about Rice's deal, similar to with Mudrik? I think, Ashish, that what this represents is Arsenal being a bit you know, secure. I think what they're doing is paying their due diligence. Things in transfers can change very quickly. It's unsurprising that 
you know, people like yourself, Ashish, have got this concern that if we're keeping Xhaka for the moment, does that mean that we haven't got the confidence that we'll get Rice done? But you have to understand that things in transfers can change at the tip of a hat very, very quickly. Man City could just turn around and throw £100 million in and turn Declan Rice's head. You don't know. So I think it's just good practice by Arsenal to hold off on the Xhaka sale. They know that they're going to be able to move him on. They've already agreed a fee with Bayer Leverkusen, to my understanding. And so therefore, it doesn't make any sense to allow him to leave until we've sorted that replacement out. Uh, Jad says, McAllister went to Liverpool for 30, £35 million, pounds, right? That was a bargain. It was a clause, it's worth saying. There was a clause in his contract, which of course did um, enable that move to go through for as low as it did. So it's worth... Uh, it's worth bearing that in mind. Uh, back to the Mbappe stuff. A Blue Well says he's over-exaggerated with his hold on PSG with regards to certain things. It'd be insane to see him in the league with a, uh, with Haaland. Arsenal could do it 100%. Very, very unlikely, though. Uh, Tizer says, great player from what we hear, though. It's all about him. Otherwise, he gets the hump. Don't need that and can see him being trouble wherever he goes. Esma says, I like Mbappe, but if we would be screwed if he gets injured. We need so many positions during this window. And I have said, it's an important point. I've said for some time that we need at least five, potentially six players. And I think if you were to bring in Mbappe, yes, that's an amazing player that you've brought in. But what you've got to remember is that, you know, we need depth in a lot of areas and it would potentially scupper us from doing that. Um, so, yeah, but uh, a lot of people in the chat box, as Boss says here, it's Mbappe. Come on, guys. I mean, how could you turn that down? And Adam points out Mbappe is probably going to be going to Real Madrid. And that's where I would predict uh, Mbappe ending up during the summer transfer window. If indeed he doesn't sign that new deal, it would make complete sense. You know, they've just moved on Benzema. It makes sense that he would move to Real Madrid. What I think that would mean from an Arsenal perspective in the Champions League, you've got Man City and then you've got an Mbappe at Real Madrid, along with Vinicius Jr. and Rodrigo and Cruz and Modric and Chouameni and Camavinga. It's an amazing squad, you know, and still Man City batted it 5-1 across two legs. So it's going to be very difficult, very challenging indeed for Arsenal to have hopes in the Champions League in the forthcoming seasons, that's for sure. Uh, Virash says, what do you make of Matthias Martinelli as a centre midfielder? He looks very good. Uh, we were interested in Matthias Martinelli last summer, were we not? Is he the Fluminense um, Brazilian midfielder? Uh, he is indeed. Uh, we were linked to him. We did a tactical breakdown, I believe, actually, on Matthias Martinelli last summer, and he looked impressive. Didn't end up moving. Maybe we'll see him move this summer. Um, Boise says, imagine the shirt sales. The transfer would pay for himself regarding Mbappe. Um, Alex's terms have been agreed between Arsenal and West Ham for Rice. Trust me, they've been and have been for some time. Uh, Simon says, Tom, does your snazzy shirt mean that you've been briefed that we've already made three secret signings? Think back to your previous transfer window system. Did I? I think I did that, didn't I? Did I? I think I did wear some snazzy shirts and we pulled off some big deals. This is not, I'd like to make it clear, no sign, no indication, no uh, <laughs> no conspiracies going on here. It's just really hot here in the UK and it's time to wear some snazzy shirts. Uh, it's as simple as that. Um, G. Will says, we need Amrabat. Again, I've already t- kind of covered the Amrabat thing. I compared him to Declan Rice and statistically Rice is, is, is absolutely thrashing him and um, what i would say is i did a piece yesterday looking at declan rice's kind of most impressive stats from last season so if you managed to read that on football.london i'll leave a link to that uh in the chat box for you if you haven't yet been able to give it a read um that link should be coming up through in the chat box asap um but uh yes yeah, so some of the interesting stats i'll just give you a couple of them more defensively so 
um, than the offensive things. Let me find this piece. Here it is. So in terms of interceptions, arguably the most important impressive statistic of them all is this. Uh, he was the only player in the entire of the Premier League to make it past 60 interceptions. He ended the campaign with a total of 63 interceptions in the Premier League. Very impressive indeed. Not only that, but his nearest competitor was, anyone want to guess? Moises Caicedo, who got 56, along with Chait Decore and Adrisa Gay, also getting 56 as well. Uh, when it comes to tackling dribblers, he really does impress. Um, not only is he in the 96th percentile in terms of the 62% success rate when tackling dribblers, he is in. Uh, he only loses tackles 0.52 per 90, which ranks him in the 96th percentile of players losing tackles, which means he barely ever loses out on a challenge. I mean, defensively, you're getting an absolute monster in Declan Rice. And not only that, but passing-wise, he comes out really, really well as well um, in terms of kind of what he does in the medium and the long-distance passing. It adds a different variation to our game. But I'd recommend you give that article a read and it'll give you some insight to some of his most impressive statistics. Um, let's go to... Graham says, fixture release day tomorrow at 9am. I thought it was Friday, uh, Thursday. Is it not Thursday, Graham? I thought it was Thursday. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that it's Thursday um, the fixtures come out. But I I might be wrong. I just need to check that because I'm sure... I'm sure that it was Thursday. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's Thursday. Uh, Lars says, do you think Arsenal will terminate Pepe's contract if he can't be sold? Wouldn't it be better to have him on the bench? Lars, no, to be honest. <laughs> it's not. He takes up a, he takes up a, a space uh, in the squads and... Uh, I don't need that. It's 120 grand a week. I just pay it off. To be honest, I would just pay him off, move him on, and get him out the door. Uh, yes, Vance says, "Will we move for Kudus, uh, Mohamed Kudus, the Ajax Ghanaian attacking midfielder, if we miss out on Gundogan or any other attacking midfielder?" Don't know, just Vance. I know that Arsenal. You know, we've seen reports that. We have an interest in him. Maybe we'll move for him in in the near future. It is indeed Thursday. Thank you. Yes, I thought it was Thursday. Um, uh, just a heads up, by the way, there'll be no live 8am show tomorrow because I'm in the office tomorrow in London, so I won't be able to do the live show. However, I am hoping to record a show with Harry this evening that will go out tomorrow morning. So while there won't be a live show, there will be a show going out at 8am tomorrow. Me and Harry will be talking about all of our transfer targets, so don't you worry. I'll be bringing you some content so you're not missing out on anything dropping at 8 a.m. Uh, boss says, do you uh, base the money Arsenal would spend on what you think they will spend or have you been told what we can spend? This summer, they need to spend like Chelsea. Caicedo Mbappe sent him in and right back one million percent. Um, let me make this clear if I haven't already. I think I've said this a number of times. No one knows the Arsenal budget. No one, no one knows how much Arsenal have to spend. It is the one thing I will guarantee you beyond all measure the only person and people that know how much Arsenal are willing to spend are those people that are spending it, i.e. the owners, i.e. Edu, i.e. Arteta. They are the people that will know how much Arsenal are capable of spending this summer. I personally make it my absolute mission to always tell you, never give any credence to an amount of money you are told that Arsenal can spend because Arsenal would never reveal that amount of information. They just wouldn't. It isn't of no benefit to anybody other than the teams that Arsenal negotiate with and the representatives that Arsenal negotiate with to know that information. So no one knows. I don't know. 
only the people in the club know. So when I say no one knows, I mean outside of the club. I hope that makes that clear. <laughs> uh, Tim says, why are we always so slow? Oh, we get this question so often. And when it's Arsenal, he wants to buy the price. It's expensive. While Liverpool have bought McAllister cheaper. Again, McAllister, Tim's was a clause. It was an agreed uh, in the contract how much that any team would have to pay to sign McAllister. That is not the case of Caicedo. That is not the case for Declan Rice. And this is not slow. Arsenal are putting in a 100 million bid, is what we are being told by Jacob Steinberg and the Guardian. That is expected to be agreed. You know, that is the, they're closing in on this 100 million pound deal. The window's not open. The window hasn't opened and we are close to agreeing a potential record-breaking deal. Tell me, that's not slow. <laughs> that is not slow at all. So we really need to stop with this whole rhetoric of Arsenal being slow because they're not. Uh, Fouad says, Tom, did you see Stan Kroenke talk at the trophy ceremony? It's so awkward. Give it a watch when you have a chance. Yes. Was it the Nuggets that that won uh, yesterday? Massive congratulations to them, another Kroenke team. As Nexus says, Tom, we've now seen that Kroenke's teams in the US have become successful. Do you feel that the Kroenke's will spend money this season for Arsenal? Arsenal have spent money under the Kroenke's. Arsenal have spent a lot of money in the last few years. Ever since 2018, when they took full control of the club, Arsenal have started to see an increase in spending, significantly so in comparison to the years that they were just majority shareholders and before their majority stakeholder in the club, as uh, shareholding in the club as well. So it is always going to be the case. Um, that Arsenal were going to spend. And I expect that Arsenal will spend still significantly this summer, as I've predicted several times. And I've gone on record saying, I predict, I don't know, but I will predict that Arsenal will spend more than 200 million this summer. I'm hoping that's the case. I'm almost willing it into existence at this point. But it absolutely makes... Uh, it, it would make complete sense if Arsenal were looking at Caicedo and Rice and also want to sign players in other positions that they would need to spend that amount of money to get the quality in that they need. Uh, Dobbo says, do you think Rice could be the signing of the summer and how excited does the move make it? Look, the signing is... I remember where I was sitting in the... Um, it was the Aston Villa press room before the game against Aston Villa, obviously, and we saw that hilarious Jorginho uh, strike that came off the back of Emil Martinez's head. And we were talking, I was talking with the other journalists, and I remember, and I hope Charles doesn't mind me saying this, because I'm sure he does, I'm sure he means this, but I remember Charles Watts saying that he feels that the, the move for Declan Rice equates to him in magnitude, like Sol Campbell arriving at Arsenal you know, all those years ago. Like that's, he feels like, he felt as though that was kind of the last signing that had this level of magnitude behind it and I tend to agree I tend to agree that this signing of Declan Rice a player that is a starting England international that has been touted to be moving to the Chelsea's to the Manchester United's to the Manchester City's of this world Arsenal never had a hope prior to this summer had never even been mentioned in the idea of signing Declan Rice and Declan Rice is one of the highest profile players in the Premier League without question and Arsenal getting hold of Declan Rice after a season in which they finished second, came so close to potentially winning a title and elevated their profile, represents the work that has gone on at this club to raise it back up on its pedestal where it needs to be challenging for titles again. This is a huge deal, a massive deal. And yes, Russ, I agree. Meza Ozil was a big, big deal for Arsenal back in 2013. And it represented a period of of spending restricting, uh, restrictiveness over an Arsenal then moving for high-profile players. But trust me, moving for you know, potentially a future England captain, a future potential Arsenal captain, you know, we say a potential future Arsenal captain because it would need Martin Odegaard to move on. But you look at Declan Rice and you can really see 
the leadership in him for the England national team. You can see the leadership that he brings being the West Ham captain into the Arsenal team. It is a humongous deal if Arsenal can get it done. Do not underestimate how powerful this deal can be for us. Um, Lewis says, to be fair, Charles said that on his own channel. It was a great take. There you go. So he did say it. <laughs> I was worried for a minute that he'd not said it elsewhere. But uh, yeah, I remember him saying it before the Aston Villa game. And I'm glad that he's also pointed out on his channel when Lewis remembers. Um, let's go to Williams. Says, Tom, should it be spelled as Ricedo or Ricedo? It's a good question. Should it be spelled R-I-C-E-D-O or should it be spelled R-A-I-C-E-D-O? I feel as though it should be the first one, Ricedo, because it kind of incorporates the boat, the most of both words, whereas R-A-I kind of incorporates mostly Kaisedo. So I think it should be Rice Doe. <laughs> Ricedo. I think that's what it should be uh, with R-I-C-E-D-O would be my preferred spelling of how you do it because it's rice and then Sado from Kaisedo. So yeah, I think it should be that. Uh, let me have a quick check on our poll. Uh, if you've not yet voted on our poll in the live chat, make sure that you do. Very interested to see what you think. Imagine that Rice signs. Would you spend £150 million plus on Mbappe if it cost us the signing of Kaisedo and meant just one more deal this summer? 60% of you have said yes, you would. 40% of you have said no. So there you go. Um, <laughs> Rice to Gun, <laughs> says Akmal. Yes, uh, Rice and Ilkay Gundawan. Look, I think if Arsenal were able to bring in two of Gundawan, Rice and Kaiselo, that's an amazing bit of work by Arsenal this summer. So let's keep our fingers crossed that Arsenal can get at least two of those three through the door. Uh, Granddaddy Guna says, uh, yesterday the club announced Tommy Elneny and Zinchenko were all fit for pre-season. Did they announce it? I'm pretty sure Kai Karnak of Football London did the article. I don't know if the club announced it, but I know Kaya did the article on it. Uh, El Neni, Zinchenko, Tomiasu were all going to be fit for preseason, but not Saliba. Haven't got any news on him. Six minutes behind, so I don't know if you've answered it yet. Paul, I haven't answered it yet. Uh, we haven't got any information about the return of Saliba as of yet. He is away on holiday at the moment, um, so he's not in this process of getting like rehab unless he's doing it behind the scenes. Um, we're hopeful. You know, Arteta said he was hopeful, I remember, at the end of the season that Saliba will be back and ready for preseason. But until we hear from Arteta and still we until we see the players back at the start of next month, the players are due to return to London Colney at the start of next month. Let's wait and see. Um, but we're hopeful that, that Saliba will indeed return very soon. Um, <laughs> Zineni and Elchenko, says Captain Hay. We're just combining names now. Is that what we're doing? We're just combining names. Um, so, yeah, that makes that makes sense. Uh, ben Nick says, uh, Tom, question. It seems like the Caicedo transfer is looking a lot like the Mudrick saga with his agent asking for a significant remuneration. Um, I think there are differences between the two deals. Ironically, I think there's actually kind of a, a mirror of it, uh, it, a flipped mirror of it in the case of... Uh, um, in the case of Mudrick being so prolonged target of Arsenal, whereas Chelsea look like they're the team at the moment that are doing more of the talking with Caicedo. And yet I feel, I, I just get the feeling that, you know, Arsenal are kind of just waiting at the moment. They're doing their work with Rice. They're getting that deal as, as close to done as they can. And if indeed Brighton were to accept a bid by Chelsea, it would be interesting to see if Arsenal matched whatever bid Chelsea put in. Because 
you know, if they accept Chelsea's bid, surely they would accept the same bid from Arsenal. And then it would be down to Caicedo to choose. You know, if you think about what happened with Mudrik, Arsenal went so far and so far. And it seemed as though Arsenal were closing in. There were all those reports saying Arsenal were very close to agreeing that figure. And then as soon as Chelsea kind of learned that, they sent that delegation out to Ukraine. They spoke to, maybe it wasn't Ukraine, it was actually Poland, I think it was at the time. Um, They sent that delegation out to Poland, discussed it with the Shakhtar chiefs and... uh, eventually, you know, agreed a fee and a different kind of breakdown of bonuses and stuff that were more realistic. They thought, ironic that they thought it was more realistic when Arsenal ended up finished second and Chelsea finished 12th. Unlucky Shakhtar. Um, But uh, yeah, I feel as though there is something to be said about Arsenal being a bit patient, I think, with Caicedo. And they're just kind of doing their work with Rice. They know that Caicedo is uh, a player that likes them. You know, that there is a player that would be willing to move to Arsenal. I've said that numerous times that Caicedo would be, you know, very open to moving to Arsenal. He really likes the club. He likes the project, all of that stuff. Nothing I haven't said already. Um, But I think that when it comes down to uh, the Chelsea side of things, I think Arsenal might be being patient. So let's just wait and see with Caicedo. As, uh, we just need to focus on getting Rice done. That has to be the priority. He's by far, you know, the, the player that I think transforms the midfield for us. So, uh, so let's see. Uh, Leeds guy says, "Tommy, you still doing some running?" I am doing running to the best of my ability, um, playing plenty of golf as well. But uh, yes, I am getting back into the running. The problem with running right now is that it's so hot. Like, it's so unbelievably hot in the UK at the moment. I'm hoping for it to uh, to change and become a little bit cooler. But I'm not going to get my my hopes up. So yeah, 26 candy cap. If I play off that, I'm happy. I'm very happy, but I need to bring it down. I need to keep bringing it down. Um, Adam says, set up a, white, a mic wire fund. <laughs> I need to improve that. I need to improve the, the... It might be the microphone, in which case there's there's problems because it should not be already failing after this amount of time. Anyway, uh, we've been going on for more than half an hour. Thank you uh, so much for your time. As always on the show, it is very much appreciated, everyone that tunes in. Before you go, please do drop a like on the video. It would be very much appreciated. Uh, do indeed check out our tactical breakdown of Timothy Castagna that we had uh yesterday uh, if you haven't yet watched that i'd give it a, a massive recommendation not that i'm biased in any way to you watching our content but please do go and check out um go and check out the uh the the show it would be very much appreciated if you did indeed do that thank you so much uh let's end things there have a fantastic day stay safe stay well and uh, i will catch you on the next one and as always up the arsenal It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.